In a world. In a world. In a world. Where tomorrow's blockbusters reign. And yesterday's classics are forgotten. Three women intend to remember. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennials of the Movie House, the podcast where three friends watch older movies and review them from our modern everyday perspectives. I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And today we are talking about This is Spinal Tap from 1984. (laughs) (laughs) From 1984, directed by Rob Reiner, uh, written by Christopher Kest, Michael McKean, Harry Shearer, Rob Reiner, and starring Michael McKean, Christopher Guest, Harry Shearer, and Rob Reiner. Um, quick synopsis, Tracy go. Oh, she paused. I thought she was going to say Serena. I was literally going (laughs) to die. I'm like, well, I cannot. So. All right. This is Spinal Tap. This is a rockumentary, (laughs) but it it is a mockumentary, um, where it is shot like a documentary, but it's all fictitious. Um, to some chagrin of of people, or I guess to the confusion of many people. Mm -hmm. And basically it is following around a rock band who has seen better days. So that's like the end of their, their career. And then in a surprise twist, they find fame in Japan. Right. That's as you do. Good job. (laughs) But it's like, it's, it's the chronicles of like their, basically their last tour and it's the sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and kind of the the backstory of how they started, and and it it's seemed... a Yoko Ono storyline. Yes, yeah. yeah, yep. All right, yeah. See, simple, straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So before we jump into this movie specifically, mockumentaries in general, are you guys pro or con mockumentaries? I, um, when you first said it, I was like, Ooh, I'm not going to, I'm, I, I, anything mock anything. I'm like, eh, not interested, but totally surprised me. Like I, I was like a fan. I'm like, I have you ever seen it. a mockumentary before? I mean, I have seen like random little things on the TV. Random. Can you give some examples? No, no, not, no. <laughs> I, I mean, basically, I mean, like, any I of Christopher Guest's movies are mockumentaries. So oh, yeah, like um, Best in Show. Best in Show is a great example or. So I'm going to throw it out there, but together. Yes, I knew you're like, so, so Chris, <laughs> Tracy's brother, my cousin, and I were talking about this last week and he's like, she's going to bring up together. It's going to happen. <laughs> she's going to bring up together. I mean, how can you not? It was the, it was the nineties, two thousands version like of this. version of this. I yeah. mean, anyway, I think my answer to your, to your question of, do I, what was it? Do I like mockumentaries or have yeah. I seen them? I think if it's well done, but mm-hmm. cringy humor, sometimes I get uncomfortable with this. I think it was done well. Yeah, I agree. It was yeah. done really well. Whereas I think like best oh. in show, I've never seen it, but what's the most famous mockumentary? Of course, the office. Right. Right. Yeah. Which yeah, and off- that's yeah, about the obviously famous. Yes. So, and I get very uncomfortable Yeah. there. However, I think this straddled the line that I was okay with because there were some points where I was like, because yeah, it's believable. Like, it, it like it it goes right up to the line of cringy, and then there's a button that like lands the joke, and you're like, oh, okay, that was funny. Yeah. It's yeah. it's the believability once again for Tracy. The minute yeah. she's taken out of it, 
the whole thing is just a flop and well, she, you might as well yeah. turn the TV off. Yes. Well, I but think there's something I, to be said is you, you don't want that reality at, in a little, a little bit because you want to be, you want to yeah. remember it's a comedy so yeah. that you can laugh at it. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I was think, there. I, was I think laughing. the saving grace for this was that it was rock stars. They yes. do crazy they yes. do crazy things. And of course they would think that, or, or, or be that dumb or be that like crazy or wear those outfits. Whereas the office, no, right. that would, right. It, go, it goes beyond office. normal. Yeah. 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 I got you. All right. So, so do, so, so specifically this movie, did we like it? I did. Yeah, I did. Good. It was funny. I was laughing. The music was good. And this um, is, this is both your first time seeing this. Yep. Tracy, had you seen bits and pieces? I had seen bits and pieces. So okay. I had seen some of like the more famous scenes. Yeah. Um, so I kind of knew what I was getting into. I got you. Um, but good. This was, this was my first time and um, it was funny enough and good, good enough acting and good enough music. Not just good enough. Like I really, I was actually like having a dance party over. Here I was going to say, I, I like in the back of my head, I was like, Serena's going to genuinely like this music. No, like, I the was music like, it's actually really good. It's like the best of eighties rock. Like yeah. I was getting all kinds of different, like musical. I, it's the, it's the British rock band yes. thing that's in the keyboards. Oh, love it. Yeah. There so, was a, I think their parody of fat bottom girls, their yes. song, big bottom. Yes. I was like that that's already a song. Big I already like that song. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right well let's jump in top of the marquee what was everyone's favorite part i think I'm, i if, i'll go first if you guys go first don't mind because i was we were just talking about it i think it's the fact that quotes have come out of this that are part of our lexicon like we were just saying is you know take it to 11 or crank it to 11 came from this one goes to 11 um, the whole scene really is just hilarious. Oh, that's what you were um, saying. This one goes to 11. I thought you said Aladdin. I'm like, what did I miss? I was saying it in Nigel's British accent. Yeah. Oh yeah. I appreciate um, that. And then my other favorite one that I've heard in like regular talk is like none blacker. How much blacker can this album cover be? None blacker. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one before. I have heard that one around. So I just, yeah, as usual, if, if, a, if a quote transcends a movie, I love it so much. We've had, we definitely watched another movie that had yeah. that. Yeah. So, but the, yeah, I like that. There was a couple of things I should have written down during the movie that I did. Cause I'm like, now I'm going to forget. Um, the money talks BS walks. That's not from this movie. Is it? That doesn't originate here. I think that's just an adage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I she loved- nailed it. That was she a good scene. It. Yeah. I wish there was more friend Drescher in this. <laughs> She was really good in this. She was re- like, young. Really, like, I was surprised how good she was because, because this is kind of an overtop movie and she is an overtop like person and she played it so straight. straight. Yeah. yeah. And I think she did a brilliant job. Yeah. I, I really, really liked her. Well, and it kind of like, so most people, the only role we know her in is as the nanny. So you kind mm-hmm. of just assume that that's her, yeah. but this is like, no, she's a normal person and she yeah. chose to be that character. Yeah. All right. What was everyone else's favorite parts? Trey, you want to go? Yeah. My favorite parts were actually the sincere scenes that we got with Nigel. Mm. So um, the scene when they were talking about, of course, it, it quickly got, went from off the rails, went sincere, and then continued right off the rails <laughs> when they were being interviewed with him and 
David talking about how they start, how they met each other. And like Mm -hmm. the first song that they wrote when they were seven and when they were trying to remember like the, the lyrics to it. And then they kind of sang some of it and it was so sweet. And this was like, I want to say like pre rock and roll where it was just like this nice song. Yeah. And I, I don't it know. Was I thought it was sincere. Like it was. you genuinely thought that they were remembering that off the top of their heads and they hadn't thought of it in 20 years. Yes. Yeah. And, and I'll, that's a point I want to bring up um, later, but um, I also really liked when he started playing the piano. Mm-hmm. That was a good and scene. He was just like, you know, Oh, it's very soft or whatever. And it was, again, it was that, that sincere moment. And then when he asked like, Oh, what's the name the of title? it? And it's like, <laughs> like so I don't even remember bump. it, but it was something cr- like crazy. And it was like, it was such, my like, like a beautifully written piano piece. Yeah. Yep. And D which is, which, <laughs> which, which is the saddest chord to like, yeah. you know, which it goes back to the idea that like, that was so real because rock and rollers, they are properly trained musicians yes, and they yes. choose this music genre. Yes. So, so it, it totally fit. Yeah. yeah. So those were my, those were my favorite parts. Those are that, favorite parts. that first scene, um, that the guys are remembering that song from 20 years ago. First off, I know you guys said it was mockumentary, but I wasn't sure if they were still actually like a band anyways. <laughs> And so I didn't a hundred percent know. And then when they started remembering that song and singing, I was like, Ooh, I feel like I know that song. And I like that song. And yeah. I was like, Nope. All the songs sold. were made up for this movie, but, but I the, think they this- were definitely written to emulate other songs. Cause that oh, like that beat, I like that's, it was like a bluesy type, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I've heard that song before. That's yeah. fair. And I mean, these guys are all musicians, so they all actually are actually Which playing props. these songs. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I think this group has gone on, like this group of guys have gone on tour. Not, I don't think as they're not as Spinal Tap, just as themselves, but yeah. they do tour as musicians. I think, did so. they have a follow-up movie or something? Yeah, there was a follow-up movie, The yeah. Return of or something. And um, I didn't really get too much info on it, but there yeah, is like either, a but... sequel and- I didn't get much info on it. Mm. Just I, couple, it could have been just, later. you know, it was like, like a, the return like of the spinal yeah. tap. It was, I think it was called the return of the spinal tap. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Serena, what was your favorite part? Um, definitely the music. Uh, my, my TV was on volume 50. I don't really care that my numbers <laughs> appreciate that or not because they were being wicked. She cranked it to 11. She did. Crank I cranked it to, to 50, 11. <laughs> so I, I loved that, um, the eighties fashion. So mm. Janine, even though she was the biggest B, she had some cool ass outfits. So I was like, definitely with the fashion. Um, and then the other thing that I really like, it wasn't like a favorite scene. It was just like, do you guys remember the, the little video game? On the bus, God, on yes. the bus, I was like, "Oh my that god, that's like the more original." Than anything else? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, to a point where I was like, "I'm impressed they have that on the bus." Right? Yeah. Right. Um, and then yeah, the and and thinking of like dating the airport security. Hello. Yes. God, right. Yep. That is yeah. not even close to where we're at right now. So it was just, it was kind of funny. Speaking of that scene, remind me later. And I have a rock star cucumber story. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. All so right. that's, those are my parts. All good favorite parts. Wow. Just like boom, boom, boom. Yep. I'm okay with that. All right, guys. <laughs> Wheel of questions. Wheel. Oh, that was the, that was a spinny thing. 
I got you. <laughs> That's a good spinny thing. <laughs> guys, 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 we're going to be famous. If we were anybody in this movie, who would we be? All well, right. I just want to start. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, the big three, David, Nigel, Derek, you have Betsy, David, me, Nigel, and Serena, Derek. <laughs> that's pretty straight. Yeah. That's, that's just, that's just the no forward answer. That. Yeah. That's, right. That's fair. Okay. But my real answer, can yes. I do that? Okay. Yes. My real answer is just Betsy is the most obvious and she is Marty. Marty, of course. Which Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner, the, the documentarian. Oh, right. If, oh my God, that's, I forgot to add that as a person. That makes better sense. I'm changing. Yeah. I'm changing. <laughs> I mean, it's just clearly like, I, I would love to see you do a documentary because I feel like you could, she would keep that it. straight face. Like you would ask the questions like, well, why don't you just change it to 10? Yeah. And he, well, yeah, he, he never this. makes fun of them or, or no. that's on that. He's like, oh, these are a bunch of morons. You know, nope. he, he's asking them questions on the, yep. on their level. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you would excel at that. Best. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because um, I think everyone's a moron. <laughs> So, <laughs> so that's just how you live your life day to day. <laughs> what does that say about us, Serena? Are we just constantly in <laughs> Betsy's mockumentary that she's making right now? I like, what, what if this about. whole thing is actually it is. like, oh my God, it pe- is being pieced together as a We're gonna Betsy's... find ourselves on YouTube someday. <laughs> then, so if that's Betsy, then uh, Serena is very much Bobby. Fran Drescher. She's oh, the oh nanny. yeah. That's yeah. okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is the one that like calls out them being sexist and is yep. like, this, this doesn't fly. Like I'm, and she, like what she says goes, she's just like, that's, that's, I picked her for me. And that's those, for those reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I got and you. not to mention, she looked amazing. Yeah. Uh, amazing. She I was, mean, they were all like, babies, all these actors I know as very much older, like some of them I did not recognize. And mm-hmm. then after the fact, I was like, oh my God, of course that, how I mean, did I not recognize them? Nigel is a six fingered man from Prince what? of Pride. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, uh, I, I just McKean, learned that now. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know him as like an, a middle-aged man. Right. So like, just like a little bit more weight on him, a little bit more, uh, a little older. I, I could, I would not have picked him out. Yeah. There was, and there was like, Paul Schaefer I, is in this and he is unrecognizable. I, I, like I, like Dana Carvey and Billy Crystal. Oh, yes. Um, they had their, yes, they had their cameos. And like, um, Angelica Houston. I did not recognize her at who all. Who was she in it? She was the one who built the monolith. Oh my God. Yeah. I didn't register that at all it was so not her you know how like she's got this very like severe face she she had like a like a a rounder face and a very soft voice oh my god and i couldn't watch it it. again now and i had i did i had to go back and rewind and watch it because of we just watched ever after yeah so i was like there's a repeat actress and i didn't like there was so few females in this i'm like and i didn't see her how is that possible oh my god yeah, that's so, that's insane. I didn't recognize her at all. The only thing that pulled me, not pulled me out of this, but made me realize that it was a mockumentary is because I recognized Rob Reiner, Billy Crystal, um, Fran Drescher. So, mm-hmm. so everybody else, even though I know who they are, I didn't at first recognize them. Mm-hmm. 
No, I just, I, I think probably at the time they, yeah. these were all new people. Cause like my, my complaint, those were in air quotes right there. Um, was that I was like, oh, I would have done it with no names. And it's like, well, probably those at were. the time they were no names. Yeah. So, you know, yep. Kudos. I'm trying to think where Michael McKean is in. Oh, he's in a million things. A million. Well, his name is so familiar, but I like, I didn't recognize anybody. Serena, do you know what he's in? The X-Files. Oh my God. <laughs> and cut. And cut. That's, and that's a wrap. Thanks for joining. It's one of the most iconic episodes where he switches personalities with Fox Mulder. It is wow. hilarious. Anyway, that's all. Um, anyway, that was the longest tangent to get to. I casted myself as Derek. Derek? He was just the, the comic relief kind of went with the flow. Didn't want to stir the pot. Um, and then he had this conversation with David that was like, you know, maybe this is a good thing. We're getting a little too old for this. And now it frees us up to do other creative things. And they were talking about doing like this, um, the rock opera, the I rock opera. So could, see that I would absolutely so like the rock that. opera this- of Jack the Ripper. And the, and I was like, yes, so I would in right now. That would, I would be such so a right go now. and see that. Yeah. So, so who else? I stole um, the, the I'll first go next. Okay. Um, so obviously I had myself as Marty as well. That was clearly, clearly. Um, Serena actually had his Nigel um, because okay. the, the genuine music talent first yep. off um, <laughs> the, the grin that Serena just gave, I wish we could have had that. Yep. And <laughs> I want to so Nigel kind of would call Nigel tended to call David and Janine yep. yeah. and Serena. I think that's very you as well. <laughs> Um, so I think, so yeah, so there were definitely elements of Nigel that, um, his face, I saw Nigel, his face, Betsy, in one of the scenes when, um, Janine was saying something, he was like, is this a joke? Is this a joke? And I'm literally, I'm like, said those words and made that face before. Yeah. (laughs) I got you. Um, oh, sorry. So, so Tracy, Mm. I put her as, as herself, I put her as the person who pre- who prepared the smorgasbord in that one. Oh scene. my god. Yep. And like do we even know who that character was? <laughs> no, that character never appeared. It was but... the person behind the curtain. <laughs> but I got the fancy bread. Yeah. I knew that trait that was Tracy's job when she was in college and yep. yep, I'm sure you dealt with that type of annoyances. Yep. I had to drive to Boston from New Hampshire for special lozenges oh my that was God. the farthest I went to get something for a writer and then my cucumber story is one of the bands on their rider asked for a cucumber to be on stage and I was like okay and I'm like what weird sick thing are they gonna do with this cucumber that I do not want to know about but so I approached the manager and I was like okay, the dressing room's all set up. Everything's set up, whatever, ready for everybody. Cukes are ready. And here's your cucumber for the stage. Where would you (laughs) like me to put it? And they're like, oh no, thank you. This is to make sure that you're reading the writer and we know that you're following instructions. Good job. And I was like, wow. Okay. You passed the test. I passed the test. (laughs) Oh my God. <laughs> um, but like I never dealt with this, but there are like like 
horror stories of bands being like, I only want, you know, blue M&Ms and I only want, and this was before you could just go to the store and get blue M&Ms at the M&M store. But you know what I mean? Like they would be like, pick out this and do weird crap. Um, That's crazy. Make the bread and the meat the same size. Like like, diva, diva. (laughs) On the one hand, I see Nigel's point, but on the other hand, I see Ian's point too. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Which is you fold up and pulled it up and now it's the right size. All right. Serena, it's your turn. We're going to be famous. Um, You guys already said all the ones that I would pick. So now I'm going to do a combination. Okay. Okay. So I would like, I'm going to, I'm going to say myself first. Fran, what's her name? Bobby. 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 Bobby combined with Janine. And the reason being is Bobby, because she's just awesome. Badass. And then Janine is such a annoying character. So it's really not for that. It's more her outfits. Yeah. And she had a nice tan going. She was in pretty good shape. And I was like, you know what? That's goals. I could, I could do a combination of those two. Can I say something about Janine? I feel like we're giving her crap and crap that she deserves, but I feel like she did care about the band. She, like, did. she, she did, did want to do it well. And like when she was given the job to like book their things, like when they would like the a couple of them got canceled. She found replacements. Yeah. yeah. She tried I mean, her best. Yeah. That's not her fault that the band was going downhill. So right. I, right. you know, those, those scenes when she did take the reins and was actually setting things up, it seemed genuine. Like she genuinely cared, but at the same time, you would just tell her she had like a, a, a like a, just a dislike for Nigel. You know what I mean? And so even, that even uh, David had said, that they're like, they're similar. So that's why they don't get along. Like, so she was like, she was organized, but she was also organized where like, she was like, okay, um, Taros is in the house of Mercury right now. So we can't get on this flight. We're going to have to like, she was also cray. Like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but yeah, no. So that's what I have for that. And then, so, and then I had a combination of two people for Betsy before I knew Marty was an option. So for Betsy, I combined Ian because he's the manager and Betsy runs stuff ob- mm-hmm. as uh, mm-hmm. obviously with Derek, because Derek was kind of like, in my opinion, like calming presence had like a good head on his shoulders, keeping the peace, keeping the peace. And then for Trey, I was torn. Like at first I was thinking it was just the guys. So I was going to do a Nigel for Tracy because you could tell he genuinely cared. You know, I love Nigel. I don't know what it is. Sincere character. Yeah, Yeah, he was. I do. I loved him. I loved him. So anyway, so that's where, that's what I had. All right. Good answers all around. Wait a minute. What movie? Wait a minute. What movies that we've reviewed? Does this remind us of, um, the only one that I can think of off the top of my head, not off the top of my head, I had to go look at a list to make sure I caught them all, was um, Between the Lines. I had that In one too. Between yeah. Because I feel like it's almost, it's a similar style, but just like from opposite sides. So you've got the odd, you know, they're the reviewers and whatnot. And then this is the band. Yep. Um, yeah. And if you had told me that that was a real newspaper, I would have been yeah. like, oh, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So I had that and I also had plan nine. Oh yeah. Just like, as yep. like, uh, not it's, that it was rough or, or bad, like plan nine was, but more of like, they were improvising lines and like coming up with it, you know, like, yeah, Oh, yeah, just yeah. make it work type of, you know, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like off the cuff style. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. But it was still kind of natural and mostly believable. Mm -hmm. Like I I was laughing, like I knew it was a comedy. You mean that this is Spinal Tap? Yeah. Yeah. I, (laughs) this, I mean, I have a note here that I was just like, it had to have been so hard to do this. Like, I think this has to be harder than having a script and, and, and just to, to be so casual and to have responses and to be real when you're not being real mm-hmm. has got to be the hardest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. the genuine scene sold it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, just the, the fact that they, they went in with a general outline of this is where we're starting with the scene. This is where we need to get to with the scene. And the fact that they created these intricate backstories on these characters so that they all had a common history to pull yep. from. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. It, that's just, insane. I feel like it's just a masterclass in improv. You, yeah. it's like a, 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 what is it? A yes. Yes. And yes. Or you're yeah. like, you yeah. accept whatever they say that is now your history. And now you, you can't react because this is real. This is real life. It's not supposed to be funny. Mm -hmm. And then you just add to it. You're just like, yep. He spontaneously combusted. We feel bad, but it was, and they just keep going. And oh yeah. Like I forgot about that. Why? What? That was the only part that I didn't get. (laughs) I was like, I understand it's kind of like a joke, but then I was kind of like, is this basing on a real existing band? Like were, were they drug overdoses and stuff like that? Or it's I just, think some I mean, of them were, but I was gonna say some of the, some of the, like the hair bands, they just went through these iterations where it's like, you know, every month it was a different band member and like, yeah. yeah. And it was running on that joke. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. In this section, I know we're, we've changed the question a little bit, but I want to throw out there. Um, I already talked about together and almost famous, mm-hmm. but I also want to put out there that thing you do. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. It's quite a documentary, but it, it's that like fake band. And this is kind of how their lives were. Yeah. 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 That meteoric rise and the idea of like, um, band relationships, how they interact with each other and the different personalities. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. I was getting Wayne's world vibes. Oh yeah. You guys. And I don't know. I forget exactly what year the first Wayne's world came out, but it was in um, the early nineties. I would not be surprised if this is spinal tap directly influenced Wayne's world. I would not be surprised at all. Ladies. (laughs) Please remove your hats and silence your cell phones. How did this film hold up? I think we, well, I mean, we were just saying, I think it does hold up. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it's always our caveat that we say it's a moment in time, but this seriously was a moment in time. Like it yeah. captured what, you know, rock stars life was like it, in a funny way, but I think it, it, you know. And I think, I think Tracy proved that that lifestyle is still very much the same. It's just the genre of music has changed. Yeah. So really i mean we were saying that like you couldn't really make this movie again at in it, it won't be as effective yeah, but that's true i feel like you could you just put it to a different band yeah yeah it's still sex drugs rock and roll you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. says the man in his shower cap in in the bathtub <laughs> he looks strung <laughs> the f out yeah he looked and i and in fact who was that guy was he was the, the drummer, drummer yeah. of the that's moment. what i thought uh all right boom we fixed it again just are there any fixes that we can think of are there any moment in time moment in time makes it hard to i and the fact that it was improv and it was there oh my god it was so 
so so much an artist creating something comedians creating this movie yeah. I, there's nothing to fix in that sense because they didn't go in planned you yeah know? that's true that makes sense having said that i think my only <laughs> be, and it's because i want the movie ending but it it wasn't um i mean it was a movie but it was a documentary like you're not gonna have like mm. a a, a wrap up happily ever after it, it kind of did just end. You know what I mean? It was like, Oh, and they got famous again, touring in Japan, which, you know, you assume that eventually they go downhill again or retire or mm-hmm. do whatever. So I, I, my, my fix would just be like, yeah, but what really happened? Cause obviously they're not a real band. So I can't like look up like, Oh, well, what did happen to these guys? I wanted to know what happened specifically i wanted to know uh david and nigel's relationship because it was like a well i think i, I like the whole when he was like yeah come up hold up you pull can them come up back on stage yeah, i think that exactly. was them like um smoothing things over i think that was like supposed to supposed to give us like closure on that issue it was but then you saw i think did nigel exchange a glance with janine or was it ian who's who exchanged a glance with janine it wasn't a glance exchange it was nigel looking at janine being like the david has to pick between the two of us right now and david picks nigel yeah okay all right well if that's if that's what that was then i'm okay with the ending i just i wanted i i think you're right that these types of documentaries if it was an actual documentary you would get that script that that's those like three sentences at the at the very end over black being like nigel went on to blah 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 blah. like you know they like for example that thing you do that's exactly what they do there exactly exactly all right so so i i see your point tracy with the boom we fixed it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um epilogue basically which at the end of the day is what our usual issue is epilogue or mm-hmm. lack thereof all right notes roundup one of my all-time favorite scenes is the scene where he can't get out of the pod it is just yeah, the yeah. funniest thing yep because they're and- still playing their song yeah they're still yep. doing fine but but that poor roadie is just like working shout out to the roadie so hard yep he had the <laughs> f- like the flame the open flame yeah he yeah. and it i think that was the pivotal like the iconic moment of him being kind of the like the comic relief or the mm. butt of the joke and it yes. just like the cosmic forces that like he has yeah. to deal with or whatever right, right. but he still um, he still yep. did his part yep he and then his arm got stuck and he was like um that scene and the finding the stage scene mm-hmm. oh yeah good. there was a couple of good like just mm-hmm. too funny um the last bit of the movie the director was asking you know, give me a, a line. Like, what would your epithet say? Like, what was, what, and I think the best one, I think it was David who said, I'm David St. Hubbins and, and why, why not? not? Like that, like, so I, like, I know it was supposed to be funny or he was an idiot or whatever, but I feel, I felt like, I don't know. I was like, yeah. And why not? Like, why, not? <laughs> why not? I feel like that's such a good, like way to live or something like, you know, like, yeah. Why not? Why not me? Why not go for the thing? Why not go have, you know what I mean? Like, yep. All right. Good movie pick bets. Was there a reason why you wanted us to do this one? It was the um, mockumentary experience. I would no more than more than anything else. I just happened to watch it about a month ago. I was like scrolling through what to watch on a streaming service. And I was like, yes, let's watch this movie. And then by the time, by the time I was finished, I was like, I'm making the girls watch it. It's like, yeah, yeah, it was fun. Watch it. First, first five, <laughs> 10 minutes. I was like, oh yeah, this is happening. Yeah. 
volume, volume 11. Well, and I did want to make sure that you were aware that it was a mockumentary because like we said, there, a lot of audience members did not know that. Well, there's a couple of like random little scenes and I was like, could they be a real band? And then this mockumentary is a joke on still a real band though. Like in my head, I was thinking that, and I'm like, is there like a lot, there's a fine line here that they're so good that they could be a band. So then it kind of makes me be like, but then it was like, okay, if the band sucked, then the movie would have sucked more. Mm-hmm. So I, I, mean, I, I, yeah, yes. I think it goes to the credit of yes. the amazing acting that yes. people thought that because I absolutely believe that that was a real conversation and not fake. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well then martini shot. Link. Would you recommend this movie? Yes. Serena. Yes. Yes. And of course I'm a yes, because I did. Even if you don't like that kind of humor, I was able to get through it. I still enjoyed it. Um, if you like eighties bands or any music, really, I think this is great. It's the closest to cringe comedy without it being cringe comedy. Yeah. 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 Yep. All right. Good game guys. Good game. Good game. Good game. GG. Thanks for joining us. If you like what you hear, you can find more great episodes over on our website, www.millennialsatthemoviehouse.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Curious about updates, extras from our episodes, or want to add your two cents about a reviewed movie? We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. Check us out and make sure to follow us. So until next time, we're millennials and we'll see you at the movie house.